Episode 252, Know Your Options. We're Aaron and Dave Tashin, co-hosts of the Mindful Educators Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Empowering Educators Podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here. From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson. Hey, Elite Educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I am the host of the Empowering Educators podcast. Nice to meet you. Nice to chat with you here today. My goal is to obviously empower you, but more importantly, give you practical next steps so that you can move through any obstacles that you're facing in your career in education. I share with you all the lessons I have learned, which really means the mistakes I've made and hopes that you can skip that, fast forward through it, and become more successful faster than I ever was. So with that, I am excited to chat with you today about having control of your journey as an educator. And it might be something you haven't really ever thought of yet. And it's important for all of us to think through our options. But if you're a teacher in distress or transition, or you're a coach helping someone through those things, this episode is going to be especially timely for you. Let us just dive in. Happy November. I never really became a fan of November because to me, all the excitement of October was over my birthday, my daughter's birthday, Halloween, and November meant we're getting closer to winter, which I don't enjoy. But this year, I'm realizing I think I'm becoming a true fan of Thanksgiving. I think the symbolism behind being thankful and appreciating things, not just during Thanksgiving, but all year round. I like that. That's my jam. And I really hope I can raise my kids to appreciate what they have. And then the teachers and teacher leaders I support, I hope that they also feel thankful for things, even when it doesn't seem exactly on the surface what they wanted or had asked for. And it's interesting that this episode is coming out during this time of thankfulness, because as I reflect on my journey in leadership, it's had a lot of twists and turns. And there have been a lot of stop signs and stop lights and curves in the road and construction and things I never saw coming. And I don't know that I always knew my options. Either I got lucky or I found some direction. In the meantime, whatever it is, though, I have learned it all has worked out for my benefit. Luckily, thank goodness, whatever you believe in, be thankful for that. And I hope even though this has been a challenging season that you find something in your professional life 
that you are thankful for. I know going virtual has been very frustrating for many, and I have been able to find that I'm able to connect with a whole lot more people than I would have if everything kind of stayed in person. It's really pushed everyone to release the boundaries on what they think education is and I think that's really going to do us well. So I'm excited to see what comes out of all this. So the rationale for today's uh, episode about knowing your options, I heard a quote. It is from the creator of Airbnb. His name's Brian Chesky. And he said, it's hard to aspire to being something you haven't been exposed to. So I'll say it again. It's hard to aspire to being something you haven't been exposed to. And I was like, yeah, duh. Like, if you don't know something's out there, how can you know you even want it or that you even like it or you're even good at it? You know, how do you know you would like a food or a sport or a place if you've never tasted it or played it before or even been there? You just can't. It's impossible. And it reminded me of being in front of students and we talk about what do you want to be when you're older? And we have a job fair. We have career day. And they know the basic job opportunities and they might even know what their friends parents do and maybe some of those odd jobs but in the reality many people who are not in education have jobs that you're like oh what is that (laughs) I've never heard of that you know what what do you do so that means we don't know everything that's out there and available to us and if we can cultivate skills now because we know what's out there and give kids an option of knowing more about that They might just get hooked into learning and get a little bit more motivated. So it's important that they know their job options, their academic options to getting the job, know what's out there. Like I said, maybe they you need to talk about the education requirement to do that job or maybe what the salary range of that job is or what kind of impact that job has on the community. Certainly there are some that benefit it more on an emotional level. And then there's some who you have to dig a little deeper and figure out, okay, how how does this really tie in and make the community a better place? And I think kids will find that discussion interesting. And then I was thinking, all right, so what happens if a talented doctor in your classroom, I'm just using a doctor because I feel like kids pick that a lot, um, in your classroom didn't know that A, he was smart enough to ever become a doctor, or B, that he and his family could even afford for him to become that or see that he could achieve his dream of being a scientist in the form of a doctor. Like sometimes kids are so stuck in, I have to do this and it has to look like this, but think about how much science background is necessary for a doctor and kids might not put the two and two together. So kids that really love science, you could say, Hey, do you know a lot of this applies to keeping people healthy and being a doctor or being a nurse or being involved in the hospital or healthcare system? So help that idea and dream become realistic. And as you know, I support a lot of teachers. So then I I kept thinking, okay, well, we need to help teachers know their options in education. And that's what got me down the spiral of my own journey. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't even know that job existed or that that was an option. I just thought you, you either taught or you went into administration. I thought it was, you know, black and white. And it's just not. There's a whole lot of gray. Like, I didn't know that there was an opportunity to revamp our teacher support plan at our school. And the only reason I knew about that was because someone who I was working with closely, my literacy facilitator, knew the training I was going through with coaching, and she thought it maybe some of the techniques would be applicable. And she said, hey, you want to help? 
Like, had she not known what I was doing and had she not known that I loved helping teachers, she would have created it herself. So that got me thinking even more. And I'm like, yeah, well, I never knew that Teach Charlotte existed. So for a while, I worked for the New Teacher Project, and I coached teachers kindergarten through seniors in high school. And it was in my district, but not for my district. So I didn't really leave, but I left, if that makes sense. And the cohort I was in was in Teach. It was called Teach Charlotte because it was here in my hometown, and there's all these little satellite campuses around the nation. I never knew that existed. And I didn't even know I could qualify to be something like that until an email came across my inbox one day and I was like, oh my God, yeah, this is totally what I love to do. I didn't know this was a thing. Apply, apply, apply. And I got it. And I thought to myself, holy cow, this came out of nowhere. I had no idea this existed. And then I definitely would have never imagined that I would be capable to open my own educational business, my own LLC, so I could help teachers nationwide and I wouldn't be stuck in my own city, in my own state. I didn't go to business school. I don't have a degree in business. I would have never thought I could do that. So what's interesting here is one of the twists and turns that helped me know my options was my principal let me shadow her for a day. She knew that I was thinking about going into administration because I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. And then I became a teacher after a few years. I'm like, okay, well, I think I like, like to lead a school. I maybe could do that. And I wasn't really sold on it. It's like, I don't know what you really do in your office. I don't, I don't know. Like, I kind of just want to be in the classrooms and helping people. I didn't know at the time that there was something called a coach. And so she said, why don't you, you know, come shadow me and let's see if this is what you want to do. It was the most awful experience. I think I've even listening to this podcast for a while. You've heard the story. Nothing was like wrong. It's just nothing that she was doing was what I wanted. She shared with me the agenda for the day. And it was basically she sprinkled in a little bit of all her duties so she could kind of show me what it's like. Well, within two minutes, it went awry. So There's so much that ended up going and happening last minute. And it was like one emergency after another. And I said, is it always like this? And she said, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm out. She's like, no worries. Like, that's what this is about to decide if this is truly your next step. And it's not that being a principal is awful. It just wasn't for me. That isn't my fit. That isn't how I was going to show up and lead teachers. But thankful for that opportunity. And she only knew that because she was brand new to the school and she sat down with all the teachers to get to know them. And one of her questions was, where do you see yourself in five years? You know, that dreaded interview question. But she wanted to know are people going to leave? Do they want to teach a certain grade level forever? Do they want to be administrators? Like she was trying to figure out the trajectory for her people. And she knew I was really into leadership and I loved presenting. And she said, that's great to know. I'm going to put that in the back of my mind. And anytime I need help with things, I'm going to reach out to you. And she did. She looped me in on so many little micro opportunities that allowed me to practice my craft and get better at leadership and give me feedback. And I am so thankful for her, even though that didn't turn out how I wanted it to be. It actually did. It got me on the right track. It helped me know my options from mentorship and being a cooperating teacher and leading PD. And so I was thankful that she didn't go in this trap that some administrators feel like if you know your teachers want to grow and you're like, oh, I don't want them to grow because that means they're going to leave. Like, don't fear losing good people at your school. Fear losing them in your profession. Meaning 
If you stagnate people, you're not helping them grow or get better. They'll get frustrated and they'll leave. And sometimes they'll leave education altogether. Hey, y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. And who does that help? No one. I would rather help someone grow so that they could impact the district or impact the state because you're only helping them have a bigger and better impact that still helps your kids, even though they're physically not in your school building. So don't be afraid to allow people to prosper because that only is a disservice to everybody in the equation. So a literacy facilitator allowed me to collaborate with the new teacher support program. Thankful for that because that allowed me to again get in front of teachers and help. My teammates voted me to the team. Again, another role I didn't know existed. And so I want to ask you what happens if your teachers don't know that there is another grade level or content area or even a school that's a better fit? Or what happens if a teacher doesn't know that there are other leadership options besides being a principal, an assistant principal, or even a coach where they can actually stay in the classroom doing what they love, but they can still lead? What happens if an educator doesn't know about a certificate in an area that they just adore and that would help them transform student achievement for the whole school? What if they didn't know that? What if none of these teachers knew these things? Would they ever come to fruition in their talent? Would they ever become the impact that they would be able to? Would they ever be able to contribute in the way that they were meant to? The answer is no. It's all a bunch of missed opportunities, a lack of information. Teachers aren't going to hit their stride. They're going to lose their passion. They are going to be miserable. (laughs) Or worse, think about this. Your most important player on the team, let's your VIP, they're going to be sitting on the bench having zero idea how good they are because they're not giving the opportunity to try or to play or to experience the falling in love with whatever sport it is. And because of that, your star player, who doesn't know that they're the star player, never becomes the star and therefore your team never wins the championship. Can you believe that? Your star player's on the bench because he doesn't know that he loves it. He doesn't have any experience leading or trying or taking that last shot or being in the tough situation that's scary and helps everyone realize they can rely on them and that, hey, they actually got something. You know, eject me out of that story. (laughs) I don't want any part of that. I want to be the lead in my own story. I want to find my passion. I want to utilize my gifts. I want to know what is out there for me. I want to know people around me are rooting for me and know my goals intimately that they pitch me the ball when it's time. Don't you? Don't you want to know what your options are? And I realize sometimes it's impossible. Some opportunities are just created out of a circumstance and you can't always know. But that doesn't mean we don't do our due diligence and try and figure out what the options are. It's not black and white. It's not stay or go. There is so much more in between. And a lot of us who are in distress or wanting to transition roles, we feel like that's our only option. We either stay in what we're doing or we leave entirely. And it's just not it. So let's try and have more control over our journey 
as an educator. That means we have to do the work. We can't sit back and hope someone else finds us, you know, and gives us our big break. You know, we've got to go track it down and do our best. And maybe in that journey in itself, it doesn't come to fruition, but maybe in that process, we find out more clarity or we make better connections that then lead us to something else. You never know the fruit of your labor. Just keep going. So I want to give you three steps here to help you know your options. Here we go. Step number one, I call it the meeting of one because you're going to meet with yourself. Think about these things while you're driving to work. What do you want? Like ideal scenario, dream job. What kind of educator do you want to be? What kind of impact do you want to have? Like wherever you're driving to right now, just pretend it's just the absolute best thing ever. What does that look like? What does it feel like? But more importantly, why do you want to do that? Like when you picture it in your mind of whatever it is you want to do, why do you want that? And get very clear on that. Not because it's fun or it'd give me more money. Go real deep here. Why do you want it? Because it isn't until you know the answer to that question that you're really ready to do the work because the work takes time. And if you're not really committed because you're not really sure why you want it, you're not going to know how badly you want it. When you can't visualize what what kind of educator you want to be and the job you want to be doing, how are you going to stick in when it's hard or when you're not getting the results you want? You're not. You're going to give up. So you got to really see it and you got to really dig deep and understand why. So I'm calling that hashtag get gutsy. (laughs) Do your research, follow things on blogs, listen to podcasts, get on social media, see what other options are in education. Like if you were going to put on an educational fair of every job available to an educator, what jobs would be there? Like, let's just go find our options and then cross them off when we're like, eh, that's not as fun or, hey, I might actually be good at that. Then you're ready for step two. I call it the meeting of two. Now you get a buddy. (laughs) I want you to go find a mentor that they can fill in the gaps. So you might have found some options that you're interested in learning more about, but you're not quite sure how to get there or if you're ready or what you would need to do to prepare. So find someone in that area and they can help hold you accountable to doing the work to get there. They can pass you leads like people did when they knew what it was that I wanted to do. My name would come up in their mind when they needed help or when they were going to pass the buck to somebody. They're like, oh, yeah, I know exactly who could do this. So I'm calling this one hashtag get loud. You got to be your own advocate. Let people know what it is you're looking for and connect with specific people in those roles on social media and DM them or get in a chat like Twitter or Clubhouse and find people who are doing what you want to do or know people who do what you do and ask all the questions. Everyone's going to be rooting for you. If it's going to light you up and allow you to use your talent to better everybody else, heck yeah, they're going to be in your corner. Everyone wants you to succeed. It's just whether you're going to allow yourself to succeed is the question. So let's move on to step three, meeting of many. Now you get a whole crew now. So you are going to create these opportunities for yourself, whether you go to them or whether you create them at your own school because they don't exist. And I'm thinking like, Maybe you really love um, doing things with students outside of the classroom. Maybe you want to create a student club that's never been there before. Or you love hosting parties at your house or get-togethers. Maybe you want to design some really cool school-wide event and you want to be in charge of it. Like, go do it. You know, plan it all out. Get it approved. 
if someone approached me with all the legwork done of planning, I was like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to do anything. Sure. Uh, invite guest speakers in. If you want your kids to know certain jobs or know certain people or you're interested in something, bring it in. Tie to the curriculum. Bring it in. Bring it into the classroom. Bring it into the school. Invite guest speakers. Room transformations are pretty big on social media right now. And if you are really artsy and you love that kind of stuff, you want to do it in your own room or if you're supporting teachers and want to help them create these things, I mean, go for it. Go all out. Why does it have to be humdrum? Like, let's be cool and creative. Or maybe you want to orchestrate a district-wide learning walk. That I didn't know existed. And that's why I bring that one up because I thought... Well, actually, I didn't even know Learning Walk. And then when I learned of Learning Walk, I thought it was just in your own grade level or your own school until I realized my district would allow you to leave. They would pay for you for a sub to go to another school in the district and watch someone else teach. I'm like, what? How long has this been an option? And they're like, forever. I'm like, why does no one do this? This is amazing. I got to go see like the top notch teachers in the district and I loved it. So if that's not going on in your school and your school district, get it going. Make it happen. Hashtag get going. So let's do a quick rewind. Step one and number one is meeting of one. Hashtag get gutsy. Just decide what you want. Do that reflection, that deep dive. Step two is the meeting of two. Hashtag get loud. I want you to connect with somebody and get clear on what's out there. And then step three is the meeting of many. Hashtag get going. I want you to make it happen. Do the work. Chase the dream. Fulfill that desire you didn't even know you had. Get all the people together. Try stuff out. When you start figuring out what you like, make sure everything you're doing is aligned to that one thing that allows you to get stronger momentum and allows you to make a name for yourself you know go full throttle have fun you deserve to achieve whatever it is that you desire but allow yourself to dream it allow yourself to find it and then do the work to make it happen this is going to allow for longevity you are going to look back and have a very fulfilling career because you created you aligned to the stars you created the roadmap your options again are not black and white guys it's not stay or leave there's so much gray it's just unlimited opportunity so i hope you found this relieving whether it's this month or the year or the decade it's really for your taking you don't know what you don't know you are on the brink of discovering a fork in the road that is going to light you up and empower you to make your greatest impact and contribution to the field of education So let's go find it, shall we? All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on knowing your options so that your journey as an educator is all you want it to be. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered.